It's your girl, Jeray, your hostess with the mostest. And we are back for a little uh, season two uh, pre-episode of the Melanin 360 podcast. So I'm not sure when you guys will be listening to this episode, but I am actually recording it on Martin Luther King Jr. Day. And you know me, I had to come to you all with a special episode um, because the the events of the last couple of weeks have been absolutely crazy, and that's probably the understatement of the century. Now, we all know that 2020 was a complete shit show with the pandemic and all of the lives and the jobs lost and Trump acting like a three-year-old and the continued murder of black people. And we hope that 2021 would be better. Obviously, not overnight, but, you know, we thought it would be better. But uh, it looks like Miss 2021 had other plans. Sis came in with a whole bang, okay? So, unless you've been living under several rocks, you know that on January 6, 2021, here in Washington, D.C., a mob of hundreds of white supremacists and terrorists, as far as I'm concerned, raided the U.S. Capitol They scaled the walls like monkeys. They broke doors. They broke windows. They attacked and killed a few Capitol Police officers. And they stole Nancy Pelosi's podium. I'm going to say that again. They stole her fucking podium. Who does that? I mean, when I saw the guy walking out with her podium, I was like, so what exactly is that supposed to do? How does any of that solve anything? Um, In addition, there was also a man that somehow got so deep into the Capitol that he was able to break into Nancy Pelosi's inner office and posted pictures of himself with his feet up on her desk. And as if that wasn't bad enough, some of these backwoods, uncouth animals defecated in their own hands and smeared it on the walls inside of the Capitol. They literally shit in their hands and wiped feces on the walls of the Capitol in the name of patriotism. Get the fuck out of here. If that's patriotism, I don't want no parts of it. I need somebody to make it make sense for me of how doing any of that showing up with Viking hats on and, and weird tattoos and God only knows what whatever other sick rituals that they had going on has anything to do with being patriotic or um, fighting for democracy. How? And worst of it all, your boy, 45, because I'm not about to say his name again on this podcast, was sitting up in his office less than two miles away watching the whole thing happen. And he knew that he could stop it whenever he wanted to, but he didn't. But we're going to get into that later. Um, you know, I'm going to continue to keep in the tradition of the Melanin 360 podcast, and 
I want to give my 90s song of the week. And this song comes from Yazine Bay, the artist formerly known as Most Def. I know y'all know Most Def, one of my favorite hip-hop artists. This song is called Mathematics. And this song is from his 1999 album, Black on Both Sides. Um, that's one of my favorite albums, by the way. It was from my my freshman year of college, but that's a whole nother story for another day. I don't want to get off topic. Um, but I urge you to download the song or go um, go on Google and get the words. And the song has a lot of good gems in it, but one of the lines that really jumped out at me as it relates to this topic is, it's one universal law, but two sides to every story. And that was made plain as day again by what happened at, at the Capitol. But again, like I said, we'll get into that later. Um, so if you're anything like me, you've been watching the news nonstop. So what I'm not going to do is sit here and regurgitate to you what you've already already been reading and watching and tweeting on social media. But what I want to do is share a message straight from me to a few groups of people. And you know, whether or not they're listening or not, doesn't matter, but I got to get this off my chest. And this is my platform. So here we go. My first message is to law enforcement and the Capitol Police, federal law enforcement to be exact, let me be clear. There is no way that in 2021, you didn't see this coming. It's bullshit. And we're not buying it, period. As I like to say all the time, you know, in my past life, I used to do a lot of work on the Hill. And uh, one of the functions of my job was to plan rallies. They were peaceful rallies, but one of my jobs was to plan rallies on Capitol Hill. And those rallies would be anywhere from a couple hundred to about a thousand people. And when I tell you the hurdles that I had to go through, to get those damn permits to do that. There was always tons of officers walking around making sure that we didn't violate this and violate that and we didn't go outside the specified areas that we were supposed to be. I mean, it was a whole ordeal. We couldn't do so much as even put a goddamn camera tripod on Capitol grounds. You couldn't erect anything on Capitol grounds because it would violate the permit. So you mean to tell me that that many people was able to show up unannounced with bats and hatchets and guns and God knows what the hell else. I call all of the bullshit, all of it. But somehow you were armed and ready for the Black Lives Matters protests, right? Down on Black Lives Matter Plaza. Nowhere near federal buildings like that. Not disturbing democracy, as you like to call it. Not messing with the federal government mostly peaceful protesters. Y'all was ready with the riot gear for that, though. You knew all about that. Y'all had all the tactical meetings and all this other kind of stuff. Y'all was ready, ready. TTG, train to go. When it was us. But somehow or another, the Proud Boys and God knows whatever other little militia groups that are out there managed to get all the way across the country to D.C. and y'all didn't know about it. I call bullshit. If more than a dozen black people would have showed up on the hill, it would have been all kinds of choppers and bullets flying and all of that. But, you know, like the song says, there's a universal law, but there's two sides to every story. 
it's not the same for us. We don't get to abide by the same rules, and we damn sure don't get the same consequences if we break those rules. And while we're at it, I want to I wanna say her name. And the name that I want to say is Miriam Carey. And I don't know if you all re- remember Miriam Carey, but she was the young African-American woman from New York City that was down here in D.C., and she got turned around on the hill. And she made a U-turn at one of the barricades. If if you're familiar with D.C., there's a lot of places on Capitol Hill where you can't drive. So some of it is pedestrian, but a lot of it you can't drive through it, you can't walk through it um, for security reasons, and they have uh, Capitol Police checkpoints there. So if you are not authorized personnel, you can't get through. She got turned around. She stumbled upon the checkpoint in her car, and she made a U-turn. And maybe she was nervous, but when she made the U-turn, she sideswiped one of the barriers, okay? They chased her clear through the city and shot her dead with her 13-month-old daughter in the back seat. She didn't kill anybody. She didn't pose a threat to multiple people. She wasn't stopping the congressional process. She wasn't trying to come for the president. She didn't do anything like that. This child got lost, which is easy to do because this was like 2013. So this was back before, you know, Waze and Google, Ma- Google, Google Maps and all that other kind of stuff. They shot her dead in front of her daughter. One person in one vehicle because she made a U-turn at a checkpoint. But you mean to tell me that all these damn white people could come up here with sticks and flags and and all kinds of shit and come up on the Capitol and do that, I call bullshit, period. So you goddamn right that white people have always been able to do things that we as black people aren't allowed to do without dying for it. And they can do this, why? Because they hold the keys to everything. They're in power, literally. And with that being said about them holding the keys to everything, This brings me to my next point. I'd like to send two smooth middle fingers to the officers who were out there taking selfies with the damn rioters and terrorists and also to the officers and the lawmakers who were clearly in on this because this was clearly an inside job. There is no way if you have ever been to the U.S. Capitol, you can't even get that deep. Like for you to have been able to breach security that far and get into those spaces of the Capitol to get into the hall where they actually, you know, the rotunda, I'm sorry, where they actually um, are in there voting on things. Are you kidding me? The fact that you was able to get that deep, it was an inside job. And there's nothing that anybody can say to me to make me believe otherwise. So, like I said, two big gigantic fuck yous to you guys. And what I'm not going to do, I'm not going to waste any more breath on y'all. I hope they find you. I hope they punish y'all to the fullest extent of law. And I hope you all burn in hell. And that's just it. I'm going to move on. Secondly, I want to address white progressives. And when I say white progressives, I mean, you know, those white people who understand that this was an atrocity and, You know, it was a travesty to, you know, our country and yada, yada, yada. And they didn't want to see it happen. And um, they are more than likely well-meaning white people. But for whatever reason, they can't or they won't 
call this what it is. So what I'm going to ask you all to do is to stop saying that this was an attack on our country's democracy. Because democracy has never worked for everyone. So it's not our country's democracy. What January 6th was, was a stand to preserve white supremacy. Democracy, as y'all know it, was simply collateral damage. This was about keeping and preserving white supremacy, period. That's what Make America Great Again is all about. These people were not rioters. They were not protesters. They were domestic terrorists and seditionists, plain and simple. And why are they this way? I mean, they're here because, you know, Trump decided to tap into that deep-seated hate. And, and that hate is nothing but a throwback to the days of Jim Crow and black codes. Now, I'm not disillusioned enough to think that, you know, these people just all, all of a sudden just sprung up out the woodwork. No. They felt this way for a long time. Um, and there's been hatred for black people and racism in America since forever. But this outward show of it that has been kept dormant or under wraps for a while, it's because 45 has made it okay and freaking normal for them to not only feel this way, but openly exude this behavior because him and his minions have made it very clear, crystal clear, that it will not only be tolerated, but protected. So until you progressive, well-meaning white people start calling a thing a thing, shout out to uh, Miss Ayala Van Sant, call a thing a thing and start holding your white counterparts accountable. Nothing is going to change. And I need y'all to also stop acting surprised that this happened, okay? Trump has been trumping for a long ass time ever since his bigoted real estate practices dating back to the 70s and then even longer than that with his damn daddy. And America itself was based on violence, starting with the stealing of the land from, from indigenous people, who are also my people, right on up through slavery and lynching. So I, I, I really need for you all to wipe the look of shock off your face and become a real part of solving the real problem. And... To the terrorists, the seditionists, the insurrectionists that came to the Capitol on January 6th, I hope you also all burn in hell. And that's it, period. I'm done with y'all. I don't have anything else to say. <sighs> Lastly, this message goes to my people. Though we may not have known the depths of which racist America would sink, we shouldn't have been surprised by what happened. And if I'm honest, I was actually weirdly amused. Please tell me I wasn't the only one. I can't be. Um, you know, when I when I saw the videos of these people being placed on the, the no-fly list, it warmed my spirit. I can't even lie. I thought it was hilarious, and I cracked the hell up. If you find more videos like that, please tag me in them. I think they're freaking hilarious. And per usual, um, with what happened on January 6th, you know, they tried to blame the black woman. But shout out to D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser, who quickly did a press conference and let the world know that her jurisdiction 
had no bearing on what happened on the, on Capitol Hill. Okay, so DC police and anything that she uh, that she controls, all of that stops on federal ground. She ain't had nothing to do with that, and she wanted to make sure that the country and the world knew that. And what she said was, "What y'all not about to do is blame this on me." And additionally, also what America does, whenever y'all fuck something up, you call a black woman in to clean up your mess. So we now have a interim, uh, a black female interim police chief of Capitol Police, uh, interim chief Yoganama Pittman. Um, you know, she's now there to try to straighten this out. And, you know, shout out to you, sis. Uh, Godspeed. And, um, you know, I, you, you are brave, you are brave. And I, you know what they say? Trust black women, right? Here we come to save the day per usual. Um, you know, also to the rest of my black people out there, you know, I think Tamika Mallory said it best. I suggest that black people stand back and stand by while these white folks throw their tantrum. We need to stay focused on what we need to be doing to be better for the world and for ourselves. And we need to be trying to build some traction with the incoming administration. That's what we need to be focused on right now. You know, it's it's not our job to try to educate white people or try to make them make sense out of the nonsense that they seem to be stuck on. We're tired of it. We're done. It's not for us to make y'all make to make y'all understand or to make it make sense for you. And on this MLK holiday, we also have to acknowledge the fact that the dream still isn't realized. You know, and we need to understand that even with all of the progress that that we've made, it doesn't matter how many homes we buy, how many degrees we have, how many um how much representation we may have in certain areas now. It doesn't matter that you're a good old law-abiding citizen and that you raise your kids right and you move to a good district so your kids can have a better education. None of that shit matters. It doesn't matter how much we do, how good we do. America continues to move the bar. So we still have work to do. And not only is the dream not realized, Half of America is actively trying to destroy what progress we've made. 70 million people voted against this current administration. There are 70 million people out there that are actively trying to take us back 30, 40, 50, 60, 80, 100 years. Keep that in mind as we move forward. And I don't know about y'all, but I'm tired and I'm angry. But just because we have a Joe Biden and a Kamala Harris coming, we got to keep our feet on their necks, y'all. We can't let up. If anything, we have to work harder. We have to. So with that being said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get off my soapbox, and I'm going to leave you all with that for now. I just had to come and just, you know, I just had to get some stuff off my chest. And I thank y'all for allowing me the time and the space on this platform to do that. Um, But, you know, I don't want to leave on a sad note. I will see you all in two weeks for the start of season two 
of the podcast. We have some awesome guests coming, some great topics. We're going to make you laugh. We have some new segments coming. So I'm super excited um, to get back into the game and talk to you guys. So please continue to follow us on Instagram at underscore melanin360. And you can also follow me personally at I am Jeray. That's at I A M J O R A E. We're also on Facebook at the Melanin 360 Podcast. And you can find us on our new website, www.melanin 360.com. There you can find videos of the podcast. You can find links um, to the podcast. You can find our beauty products, our t shirts, and everything else about myself in the podcast. So I'm I'm just really excited. That was one of the thing the things that I was working on during the break, y'all. You know, I wasn't out here just loafing around. I was really getting some work done. So I'm just super excited about it. So please check us out. And again, you can also find us wherever you download your favorite podcast. So until next time, see y'all soon. Peace. <music>